0: You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed.
1: Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre.
2: The following audio theatre is rated ADG for general audiences.
1: In the distant reaches of space, a lone ship plunges deep into the
0: unknown. Her crew? Reg McCorum, ship's captain.
3: Granier Kachowa, pilot.
4: Shen Enling, ship's doctor. Kormar,
2: engineer. Aiden Vosky, mechanic.
1: On a rescue mission to a far off moon, is the crew too late? Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Rogue Tiger. Tonight's episode Lost and Found, Part 4. Since the possibility of dangerous fauna exists, I suggest an immediate descent, Captain. We
0: understand time is of the essence, 651. Granya.
3: Beginning our approach now. Enling, you may want to strap into the jumper seat. How fast were you planning to descend? Nothing like that. Only I noticed we're going to pass through a storm system on the way down.
0: Pilot's orders, Doctor.
4: I'm not the one with a death wish, remember?
0: Considering how you pilot the skimmer, I'm not so sure.
4: Granya, 651, ignore him. Of course.
3: 651, I assume you will be alright during the descent.
1: You assume correctly. I have magnetized my feet to the floor plating.
3: Handy trick. Tormar, Aiden. We're about to make Planet Fall. Please get yourself secured.
0: Understood. Pilot Controller.
3: Alright, beginning the descent now.
0: That's a pretty impressive looking storm.
4: If by impressive you mean scary, I tend to agree. It does seem unusually violent.
0: Did the survey mention anything about Storm 651? It noted the presence of water and precipitation, but nothing abnormal.
4: I'm beginning to wonder about how thorough the survey was.
3: That didn't sound good.
0: The ship's engines have failed.
3: They didn't just fail, it's the storm.
0: Luxury power? Nothing. Tormar.
3: Oh, damn. I thought we were shielded from this sort of thing. Normally, yes. The probability of a storm system causing- this I fact- would appreciate
0: you holding off on probabilities, 651. Rania, what kind of a landing can we manage?
3: If we can clear this storm, we
4: might manage a controlled crash.
0: We'll overshoot their crash site by several leagues.
4: We can still get to them in the skimmer, assuming we're still in one piece. Have faith, Endling. Can you give me
3: something more concrete? I can't show you the map with the power out, but they crashed near a semi-arid region. There should be plenty of sandy plains to land on. Assuming we don't overshoot into some of the
4: jungle we saw.
0: Think positive, Doctor. I would concur.
4: Fine. Any way we can let Aiden or Tarmar know any of us?
0: Does your concern outweigh the chances you'll break a bone in getting to them?
4: Now who's positive? Point taken. Torma will be fine, but how do you think Aiden is handling all of
3: this?
0: It'll build character.
3: All right, everyone hang tight. We're making the final approach.
1: Steering column secure.
2: Yes, Tormar, I checked it twice.
1: Did you test it with power? Yes. Hmm. You may wish to test it again.
4: Hey, uh, Tormar, I think the captain wanted to talk to you about when the engines would be working again.
1: I already spoke with him on this matter.
4: He's in the main corridor.
1: Hmm. Bet your power is going to the steering column, Mechanic Vosdy.
2: Thank you.
4: Don't mention it. You doing okay?
2: Oh, you mean the crash? Yeah. If all crashes were as smooth as that, I think I could get used to them.
4: Just make sure Grania's piloting whatever ship you're in. (laughs) I was thinking that on the way down when we lost communications with you.
2: I admit that wasn't fun, but Tormar was very vocal that we would be okay. And if not, how I might make peace with my gods. Ha!
4: That means he likes you. (laughs)
0: Likes me. (laughs) Finds you valuable. There's enough coolant on board, Tormar.
1: We can always use additional supplies.
0: If we have time. I don't have a good feeling about this moon or this mission. Bosky, is the skimmer ready to go? I've been working on her since we touched down, Captain. She's ready.
4: She, huh?
0: Well, you... Well, come on, Bosky. Go get 651 so we can get this rescue underway. Be right back. Tormar, get started on replacing the coolant, would you? I'll join you in the engine room in a moment.
1: Yes, Captain. Be sure to test the steering column,
4: Doctor. Something tells me you have some extra wisdom to impart?
0: Don't be smart, Endling. I know you don't feel any better about this than I do.
4: I'd feel better if you were coming along. Hell, even having Tormar would probably be good.
0: You know how many repairs we still need to make. It's not any easier since you all lost that crate of spare hull plating. Hey,
4: that was Tormar or Aiden, and neither one is fessed up to it.
0: Well, after the engines, we need to be all the more sure there aren't any micro-fractures in the hull. In the meantime... In the
4: meantime, 651 won't want to wait.
0: That's who I wanted to talk to you about.
4: So what? We need to watch our backs? But we made everything safe and robot legal. Besides which, robots have been programmed with safeguards against harming sentience since... uh...
0: Since the border wars. Since the Great Houses had to dismantle their robot armies.
4: Wait a minute. You mean, Tormar said it looked like an older model, so you think...
0: I don't think I know. That's what I want to tell you, Enling. I've seen this model before. I've seen what it can do.
4: But it would have to have been reprogrammed.
0: Great houses like to make their own rules. <sighs> no, I wouldn't put you or Aiden in harm's way if I thought it would double-cross us. But even if we're allies now, we're still pawns. What I'm saying is... Hey,
2: I have 651. We're ready to go.
0: Watch your back. Hey,
2: Enlake. Yeah. You okay? What do you mean? I, uh... I don't think I've ever seen you this quiet before. Did the captain say something to you?
4: We were talking about how dangerous this mission has turned out to be. I hope your blaster is fully charged.
2: Oh, yeah. I get... Wait, I... Oh, come on.
4: What? I... uh...
2: I don't have a blaster. What? That is not advisable, Aiden Bosky. I know that.
4: He has a point.
1: While it is not definite, there is a significant probability we will need to be armed.
2: Look, I meant to pack a blaster, I was busy with prepping the skimmer, and every time I thought I was finished, Tormar found something else for me to work on. He had me check the steering column, like, six times.
4: She is handling well, thank you.
2: You're welcome. Hey, you don't happen to have an extra... No. 651? I am not allowed to carry firearms.
4: Well, you can carry my extra med Satchel. Looks like we found the wreck.
2: Wow. They definitely didn't have a smoother landing as we did.
4: Oh, it looks like they struck some of those mesas before ending up here. That can't have been good for that shuttle or the diplomats.
1: The shuttle design is very sturdy. Please circle the wreck, Dr. Shep.
4: Already on it.
1: The external damage is substantial, but I estimate a 76% probability that all the Diplomats have survived.
4: feel better if I saw some hands waving up at us.
2: I still don't understand why they haven't made contact. Don't they have an emergency transponder? They were instructed to be silent
1: to avoid detection. A rescue ship was to signal them from orbit, as we have done.
2: Yeah, well, when we signaled them, why didn't they signal back? That was unexpected.
4: Well, here's another unexpected thing. Tell me, 651, isn't that a fresh grave?
1: Yes. Please descend immediately.
2: There aren't any of those mysterious beasties nearby, are there?
4: Checking? No, they're a couple of leagues off.
2: As long as they stay there. We can detach the scanner from the
1: steering column, so you can track them, Aiden Vosky.
4: Sounds like a plan. Descending now.
2: I guess that rock is the headstone.
4: And by the lettering, it's one of yours, isn't it, 651?
2: It would appear so. Please stand back. Please tell me you haven't seen something like that before.
4: No, I didn't know he could extend his arm like that. But isn't he digging
2: down to
1: the- I must determine the identity of the body. Therefore, I must take a DNA sample. That just doesn't seem right. I'm
4: just going to assume he has permission to do that sort of thing.
1: I think I'm going to go over here.
4: Get what you needed?
1: I must test the sample against
2: my records. Hey, 651. What is it? I think it's another one of our diplomats.
4: Please tell me you don't need to sample this one, 651. Whatever killed him sampled him enough.
1: No, Doctor. I can tell visually that this is a second member of the diplomatic party. I would also say that he died approximately 18 hours ago, but I will defer to your medical judgment.
4: I doubt time of death matters at this point. Anyway, looks like he put up a fight. It's not just his blood.
2: Yeah, well, it didn't do him much good. His blaster there looks smashed, and I don't see any other bodies around.
4: No human bodies. But based on these charred animal bits in these blood trails, I'd say our diplomat was done in by creatures that fled back to that oasis there in the distance.
2: Where all the... Beasts' signals are coming from.
1: Your assumption is that the creatures that did this are the mysterious beasts, as you call them?
4: Oh, I think we can change the name from mysterious to dangerous right about now. Not much of a rescue
1: mission, is it? There is still one diplomat unaccounted for.
4: You think they're still hiding in the shuttle?
2: Although
1: damaged, it could provide a
2: refuge. Let's just hope it's not a tomb.
1: You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Rogue Tiger, Episode 19, Lost and Found, Part 4 of 5. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, in association with Arlington Independent Media, WERALP 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were William R. Coughlin as Tacker Marathon 651, Brooks Tegler as Captain Reg McCorum, Aaron Goldstein as Grania Kachoa, Yasmin Twizon as Dr. Shen Enling, Phil Amico as Tormar, and Nick DePinto as Aiden Vosky. Recorded at Big Ben Studios by Matt Bostaff. Music composed by John Mastry and arranged by Jason Chimola. Supplemental recording at Tohubohu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Dialogue editing by Maurice Malda. Sound Effects Editing, Mastering, and Final Mixing by William R. Coughlin. Tonight's episode was written and directed by Bjorn Munson. This recording is the property of Team Jabberwocky, LLC, and may not be rebroadcast, retransmitted, or redistributed without express permission from Team J. The underlying content, including the script, story, and characters, remain the exclusive property of their owners and are used with permission. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit Jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Rogue Tiger and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, be sure to subscribe and share, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of high adventure and mysterious suspense. Until next time, this is William R. Coughlin saying thanks for listening, and tune in next week for the conclusion of Rogue Tiger, Lost and Found.
2: Hast thou
1: slain the Jabberwock?
0: You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network where you can enjoy the wonders of the imagination. And speaking of wonders, everybody wonders why the Bells in the Bat Free podcast is still plugging along, not only on Friday Follies, but a bunch of times on Sunday Showcase as well. Give Bells in the Bat Free a listen sometime, and you'll wonder how he gets away with some of that stuff. Rated G, family friendly. Caution, occasional toxic puns.